The FCS College Football Experience Week 11 Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Episode. We have a loaded slate as the road to Frisco continues on, and uh, I'm excited to uh, be able to break down these games for you and uh, just talk about the thing that is awesome to me: FCS college football. Uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Let's go. Pretend like it never happened and get along with your life. That's that's football mentality. Next play up. Let's go. I am joined. The bye. They call him the Gulf Coast Guru. He's out there on power boats in South Florida. No, look, you tune into the show. You see him hanging out in his living room. All right, don't worry. All right, that's his downtime. Most of the time, he's out there on those power boats, finding winners, deep sea fishing for winners. It's gonna tell you. Take Drake on the money line. You don't just go to the, you know, shallow waters to get that. You got to go deep into that Gulf of Mexico. Give it up for the Gulf Coast Guru, aka Mike Rose. How you doing, brother? Brother, whether it's wrestling, gators, punching sharks, swimming with the mermaids, I don't care. This Saturday, all that's off to the side. Pontoon boat full of TVs. We got a loaded slate. I'm stoked. Let's do it. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to the chat. You can once again you can watch this show, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh and Nathan Cerner's already talking college basketball. You know I host the college basketball experience, folks, and uh we'll be live a little bit earlier tonight, around eight o'clock, eight thirty ish, somewhere in there, Pacific time. So stay tuned. Every single night of the college basketball season, we are live doing the damn thing. As I know your Youngstown State boys go to Ann Arbor tomorrow. 
big time matchup. But uh, look, this is an FCS football show. We'll talk about all those basketball matchups on the basketball show. Let's jump into this though. Uh, well, we got a Friday night game. Not, not necessarily the greatest of Friday night games, but Grambling, who's been a roller coaster to bet, they're heading to Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Simmons Bank Field there in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. This game's on ESPNU. Grambling won thirty-six to ten a season ago. Uh, so when I see this line sitting there at Grambling minus ten and a half. It's a Friday night game. It's alone. You know, when there's only three Friday night games, I pretty much say, I'm gonna bet every game. What are you doing here, Mike? Yeah, man. Well, first I'm gonna pen a letter to the NCAA and talk about uh let's get some better FCS games. Let's get uh FCS games on Thursday. Let's go, let's pile these things in there, man. What are they doing? One game on a Friday and you give us this. But uh man, ah, 10 and a half with uh Hugh on the road. That's that's a little rough. I'm not gonna lock it up with you, even though I probably will bet this because it's the only one tomorrow. Uh, but I'm going grambling with you. All righty, let's jump over to Saturday's action because Matthew Saluka has missed the past two weeks for Holy Cross. The Crusaders head to Mikey Stadium there in West Point, New York, right along the Hudson River. I remember talking to Randy Cross, the old San Francisco 49er. Great. Shout out to Randy. Great guy. Had him on the show a bunch of times, and he told me that's his favorite stadium in college football. All right. So awesome setting. Old school rivalry. They've been playing since the early 1900s. And uh, it's renewed. Actually, the last time they played in 2002, Holy Cross, the Crusaders knocked off the Black Knights. So, potential revenge spot for anyone that was with the program back then. <laughs> uh, Army's laying 14 and a half. This is the perfect letdown spot. They just beat Air Force in the way they beat Air Force. I think Holy Cross covers this. I think they might even win it. What are you doing here? Yeah, buddy. Holy cross is a live dog here. I think if Mr. Matthew Saluka plays one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, you said it perfect spot army coming off that big win over the air force, being a former uh, service member myself. If there's one thing I know army boys can party going out and partying all week, I'm sure a little bit of discipline, but Hey, they still go do it. I'm locking up Holy cross with you. Let's go. I mean, they were in Denver. You know what I mean? They went to Denver support, Mm -hmm. support the team. Doing Jaeger bombs all day, <laughs> tripping on mushrooms. There Golly you go, is. right? <laughs> all right, look and shout out to anyone out there, anyone out there who's who's been a part of the services. I'm just an idiot that gets talking to a microphone. Luckily, I have the freedom of a bunch of brave motherfuckers like Mike Rose here, Gulf Coast Guru, that are willing to lay it on the line while I'll pick Dundee sits here and picks his ass. All right. That I can appreciate. So uh, respect anybody in the services. I know Terrell Furman Jr. Air Force, yourself. Uh, we got a lot of love for you guys. So um, next up, we go to, and, and obviously we want to monitor that Matthew Saluka situation. He was questionable last week. Didn't play. Um, anyway, uh, New Hampshire heading to Monmouth. I mean. Both teams rather disappointing a little bit this year. New Hampshire won by ten a year ago. 
Kessler Stadium in Long Beach, New Jersey, uh, on Flow Sports. So good luck watching this. Uh, I can I got it here at the studio, but I know there's a there's a motherfucker out there. Um, Monmouth's laying two. I still think New Hampshire's the better team. Give me New Hampshire on the money line. What are you doing here, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, this is a tricky one. I kind of even still kind of expected New Hampshire to be a favorite. A little surprised, but I understand why. Um, tough pick because Monmouth maybe has a little more momentum. New Hampshire really, really disappointing. But I'm also going to join with you. I do think New Hampshire is more talented, so I'm going with that. Yeah, even though they've been disappointing as hell. So it's I, I actually I'm probably going to bet this just because I believe they're the more talented team. But they've definitely let us down mm-hmm. a lot of times uh, this season. Carrying on. Uh, next up, we jump over to the great matchup between Charleston Southern and Robert Morris. It's the one we've all been waiting for. Uh, so, I mean, Bob Morris is three and six. Bernard Clark showing signs of life, beating South East Missouri State Semo, and the way they beat them. I mean, I know it was a one point win, but I'm just saying they kind of. St- Put it to him. They were up fourteen nothing early in that game. Uh, I mean, I can dig it here. And Charleston Southern's four and five. Somehow Charleston Southern has a better record. Southern's laying five on the road. I'm riding momentum. Give me Bob Morris and Charleston. South Carolina's kind of warm. You got to go up to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or what is it, Moon Township, Pennsylvania? No, 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 no. Robert Morris wins it on the money line. What are you doing here? Yeah, man, I'm going to jump in with you. I'm not fading my boys now. I've been riding them all year. Uh, Bobby Morris coming off a big win, but uh, five on the road with Charleston Southern. No way. I'm going to take the points as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving along, Norfolk States taking on Delaware State. Uh, this game, not my favorite matchup on the slate, but uh, here we are. Why can't I find my nugget about this? Okay. Um, this is at alumni stadium there. Delaware state won by 21 a season ago. Revenge on the mine. Norfolk state's land 23 though. Too many points. Give me Delaware state. Norfolk state gets the win though. What are you doing here? Yeah. I was kind of hoping for a more serviceable line there. Cause Norfolk state definitely the way better team. I know you look at their record C two and seven and kind of think, ah, this game sucks, but Norfolk's been chippy all year. However, 23 on the road. I can't do it either. I'm going to take the points with the uh, Hornets there. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's just too many, even though they've been ass, <laughs> they're terrible. You know what I mean? Like they've been ass, but I just don't feel confident. Let's jump over to Princeton, New Jersey, where a big time matchup is being played. Folks, if you love college football, I urge you to watch this game. These two have been playing since 1873. 1873, folks. It's one of the best rivalries. I mean, there's a lot of really good rivalries in college football, but any of these old school ones, you got to love that. This is the 145th total meeting. Uh, Princeton lost last year 24 20. Even though they won the opener back in 1873, three to nothing. Classic. My type of score. Um, so they are they are heading to Princeton, New Jersey. I'm sorry, Yale is heading to uh, Princeton, New Jersey, where they are catching uh, 
I'm sorry. They're laying six points in Princeton, New Jersey. No, no, no. It was a four point game last year. Princeton lost, uh, you know, they're four and four. They thought they had the conference until fucking Dartmouth came in there. Revenge spot. Blake Strenstrom, son of Steve gets it done and takes down the Yale Bulldogs. What are you doing here? Yeah, man, I think uh, I think Yale's going to win this game. I think they're the better team, and I have trouble seeing uh, Princeton beating both Harvard and Yale this year. They already knocked off Harvard earlier in the season. However, six points on the road, I'm not feeling that. I think this is more of a three-point situation, so I'm going Yale to win, but I'm taking the points with Princeton there at home. The Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. <laughs> Heading into Youngstown, Ohio, to the ice box, the frigid ice box. Arnold Stamball Stadium. You know, last year South Dakota State won this matchup by 31 points. Or no, two years ago. They didn't play last year. Uh this year. You know, things are a bit different. Youngstown is getting 15 and a half points. I'm with you, buddy. If if anyone's gonna get South Dakota State, it's gonna be right here. Give me the fifteen and a half in the Penguins, and uh, I just don't think I can lock it though. What are you doing here? Oh man, hey, listen, Ohio—they uh, went up there and they just uh, legalized recreational marijuana, so we're calm for this game. Everybody's like nice, just stoned out, relaxing. Who got a better chance at South Dakota State this year? than Youngstown state, I say, cause uh, most of their games, I think they had Southern Illinois on the road. The Jackrabbits did, but a lot of their tougher games have been at home. This one they're on the road. They're coming off the Dakota marker game, big win over the rival. Um, the season's over for them. They're the one seed. It doesn't matter what happens from here. So here's what I'm going to say. Youngstown state's in a really, really good spot. Do I think they're going to beat them? I don't know, but we're going to Gwen up. We're going to go Gwen's. I'm locking my penguins. This is a good. All spot. right. You sold me. You know, I want to root for him, dog. Let's <laughs> go lock up the penguins to cover 15 and a half at home at the ice box. Nobody goes into the ice house. Do you remember ice house beer? Whatever happened to that company? Used to drink ice house beer a long time ago. I, I think it's I think it's still out there. Still, somewhere, still out there it? in the universe. Um, <laughs> I need to get myself an ice house. Let us know if you're drinking ice house. Uh, Steel Steel Reserve came in and encroached on the market. You know? <laughs> that's true, and uh, that's definitely true. I bet you. See, I, I once when I was like 18, I thought ice house was good. I haven't had it in so long. I bet you if I tried it, it'd be horrible uh, oh, because yeah. your taste buds are all fucked up. You're drinking, you know, God knows what. Um, the vacuum company Wagner is heading to the fucking Long Island Shocks, right? And they're, they're the fucking Shocks are laying fifteen and a half points there uh, in, in fucking Long Island. It's on the NEC front row app. It's fucking free to get, folks. Uh, Wagner won by uh, eleven points a season ago in their lone win. But you think that wasn't that was at Wagner? You think they're going to be able to go into the fucking shock stadium and get the dub? <laughs> You're fucking crazy. The shocks win it. However, Wagner covers. <laughs> Give me the 15 and a half. What are you doing here? Uh, props to you for keeping the accent for so long. I like it. <laughs> Man, at some point, probably going to have to disagree with you, and I'm probably going to have to take a favorite here as well. But uh, this isn't the spot, man. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Wagner as well. 
borderline lock territory. I think this is a little generous towards LIU with uh, 15 and a half. I'll, I'll lock it. Away. I'll bet this. All right. I'm I'll in. bet Fuck this. It. Let's you go. Sorry, you fucking shocks. You're going you're gonna to do good. You can still win the game. Just a fucking Wagner team's got to come through here and win. All right. Still love my fucking shocks. Uh, next up, we jump on over to uh, this, this matchup. Uh, intriguing for some central Connecticut state heading to Merrimack. I can no longer play the warriors come out and play because they came for me. I don't know how they found me on the internet. They hit me with the fucking possible lawsuit. I can't, I can't play it. I can't play it anymore. I just got to mimic it. And I don't, I don't do that one. Good. Uh, central Connecticut state though. A uh, bit of a bit of a mystery team this year. Merrimack's laying nine and a half. I mean, I kind of like laying the nine and a half here. Like I could be talked into a lock, but I, I'm definitely laying the nine and a half. What are you doing here? I'll talk you into a lock, man. I mean, Merrimack's not completely dead here. Central Connecticut state, the real blue devils. I know we say that, but they're actually kind of ass. So Merrimack, they need this. Let's game. do it. They're, let's do it. Yeah. Warriors come out and play terrible, terrible rendition. I, I apologize. Just <laughs> lost followers. You're still in the Long Island voice, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, might, that's probably what it is. Uh, but that didn't that take place in Long Island? Have you ever seen the movie The Warriors? That movie's fucking so. Oh yeah, that's a classic yeah. movie with the bottles on the hands. I'm terrified. I am terrified of the future because I read an article like six months ago that like Amazon Prime wants to do a TV series on the Warriors, and I'm like, no, oh, don't touch it, don't touch it. it. You already it. fucked up Willow. All right, <laughs> don't touch it. Um, There's going to be a couple, couple of trans ones. Who God yeah. only knows, but hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, back then there might have been some too. I don't know, um, but yeah, you never know. I mean, they'll definitely cram shit down our throats. You know what I mean? It's that's the problem with Hollywood. I feel like is like it's fe- it feels force fed these days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every everything stereotypical. Uh, I guess it's kind of worked out back then too. I was watching like the movie Cocktail with my wife. And Tom Cruise just gets a pass for fucking this old woman. Like Elizabeth shoes, just like, yeah. And my wife's like, what the fuck? I, as a guy, I didn't understand. Like, I just thought I just accepted that shit back in the day. And then I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. You know what I mean? Like he kind of gets a pass. She's like a little mad at him, but then she's like, oh, I love you. And then like they get, it's like, he still fuck like a, you, how could you trust him? It's like one night out His one night out. He fucks like this old fucking woman that comes in the bar. Slinging the crystal behind Just saying, his back and all that stuff. Come on, he can have anybody he wants. Sometimes you, know? you feel like you're. I think you're blind to uh, the shit that was happening back then. That's the way I felt when mm-hmm. my wife made that point, and I was like, you know what, you, you got a point. You got a fair point. You know what I mean? They just here the that that chick had been fine to him all, all movie, and just for some guy from gentleman's bet, he's gonna go fuck this old person. So I don't know, but. Just, just saying, just saying, you know, it's kind of like the token thing of like they said in the eighties that the uh, black person would die first, right? Traditionally, like in the movies. And that's true. Like Mm -hmm. Hollywood was secretly racist as fuck back then. There was like a movie called Remo Williams where they didn't even cast an Asian guy. Like they had this like Kung Fu master. They just put a white dude with like eight, like makeup to make him look like an Asian. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to justify those things. Yeah, you know what I mean? When I look back, I go, I mean, I was a kid, so you're blind to all of it, but you look back on it and you go, damn, 
it's pretty fucked up. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't have hired it. You couldn't hired a, an Asian guy. Anyway, folks came for the FCS uh, stay for the Remo Williams talk. Um, the, what was his movie? The, the American adventure, some shit like that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, next up, let's jump down to uh, Murray state. The racers taking on Illinois state, man. Illinois state's land 19 points. It's a big number. Give me the points in the racers. Illinois state season's kind of, I don't know. What are you doing here? Do a little quick look at Murray state. I mean, they're kind of all over the place. I think I'm going to take the points. This doesn't seem like a game that's really on Illinois state's radar. They got North Dakota on deck. I don't know. I don't think they're going to blow this team out. I'm going to take the points, but not a lot of, I won't be betting that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I think you give me the points. Jay Scott's with me. He says, take the points. Uh, shout out to Jay Scott. Shout out to the whole chat. Ron Lowney in here. Timothy Green. Um, moving along. Morgan State's at South Carolina State. Buddy Pugh. Look, I've been impressed with Morgan State when I watched him this year. I was talking to uh, a few FCS guys. Some think like Morgan, Morgan State's going to be like very good in the next couple of years. Uh, just on the recruiting front and and the the the, the in house operation that's happening. So if you want to catch him, you catch him now. And Buddy Pugh is on his way out the door. I'm on team Buddy Pugh here. Nothing like sending a nice fuck you, you know, on the way out saying I'm a coaching legend. Uh, I mean, I, I really believe Morgan state's the better team, but I'm getting seven points. Give me buddy Pugh in the seven at home. One of his final games. Shout out to this guy, I mean, buddy Pugh. What has he been doing it? I f- let me, let me double check this. I'm talking out of my ass a little bit. Um, buddy or close to like 30 years. Yeah. It? Like with the program. 20, I know he left for like a little bit. He left for a little bit somewhere in the, he has been a part of this program though. He played for South Carolina state in 1971 and 1974. All right. He was an assistant. So he was a high school coach for three years. Then he then he becomes an assistant from 79 to 88. Then he goes back to high school for like another eight years. And then he becomes uh, he, that, you know, he was an assistant at South Carolina, I think with Lou Holtz. Uh, and then he becomes South Carolina state's head coach. So all in all, he's been there. What? 21 plus nine 30. He's been there 34 years of his life with the South Carolina state bulldogs. I can respect that. Give me, give me buddy Pew in the points. What are you doing here? Mike? Honestly, I was kind of prepared to fade South Carolina state in the spot coming off the big Howard win. However, uh, looking at it, you said it, this is his final home game. So I can't really fade that action. I mean, they got to get up for coaching this one too. So uh, Morgan state, they might still win this one, but seven points is a little too much for a team that plays a lot of close games anyway. So I am going to take buddy pew to get this one within seven, potentially live dog. Oh yeah. Let's go folks. Before we get to the next game, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by bet three sixty five. Yes. Uh, bet three sixty five is the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide props, sides, totals, live betting. bet three sixty five has you covered and 
If you like boosts, you're going to love bet 365s like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Plus they even have an early payout offer. If your uh, team goes up 17 points, sign up today and choose between two bonus offers, either a thousand dollar first bet safety net or bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash bet 365. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash bet 365 problem gambling call 1-800 gambler. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Look, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or low on your favorite players' uh, fantasy stats and cash in. Um, I can tell you right now, folks. I got this loaded right now. Let's talk about. I mean, this is FBS for this, but they're asking if JJ McCarthy. I really believe. Like, yes, they are paying us to say this ad, but I actually really co-sign this this product. You can't find a lot of props out there when it comes to college football, college basketball and stuff, you can find like NFL and NBA and stuff, but my heart's in college sports. Um, JJ McCarthy over, you know, one and a half passing touchdowns. And by the way, they have like everything they have. How much, how much rushing yards JJ McCarthy will have 13 and a half higher or lower. All you do is pick the higher, the lower you can parlay that with another one. It's absolutely fantastic to me. Uh, and by the way, I'll, I'll say he rushes for more than 13 and a half yards. Cause I think Penn state's defense is decent. I think, I think McCarthy's wheels can play a role extending a f- couple plays, getting a first down. I'll take the over on 13 and a half rushing yards in state college tomorrow. They have a bunch of them though. I mean, I, I that's just the first game I picked. There's, there's other games. It's all out there. Uh, go check it out folks. So watch along, make picks and maybe make a little extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the FCS College Football Experience um, as we continue to go through all the fun here. And what do we got next? We got. Uh, this one, Stonehill. The Skyhawks. All right, can the Skyhawks get it done? I want this pilot. I want it's a matter of national security. As they head to Pittsburgh to take on the Duquesne Dukes. Duquesne's laying 17. It's a big number to lay with Duquesne, but they clinch if they win this. I'm laying the 17 with the Dukes. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm also going to lay the 17 with the Dukes. They need the game and Stonehill, you know, they've been uh they've been all right in spots this year, but they're not a great team. So Duquesne really playing with the motivation uh the what? They win this, they clinch, right? So yeah. you got to go that way. Yeah, I'm going to lay the 17 as well. Yeah, they they win the NEC if they win this. Um Brown is heading to Columbia. You know, Brown I feel like Brown should just fuck this team up, but I mean, Columbia is a one point favorite. Does this line stink to high hell or what? It definitely does. I guess Columbia did win last year. All right. I'm doing it. I don't care. Give me the Brown bears on the road. They're going to go into Bob Kraft stadium. All right. Might even get a hand job too. Who knows who's in those, those locker rooms. What are you doing here? 
Yeah, man, I was just doing a quick little search here to see if uh, Mr. Jake Wilcox, the quarterback for Brown, is hurt or if there's any injuries. I'm not seeing anything. So, uh, yeah, I'm right with you. I'm going to lock this up too. Much better team. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them the lock. Let's go Brown. Double lock for the Brown Bears. Next up, we move along. We got a good one here. Fordham heading to Lafayette. If Lafayette wins, I mean, Lafayette's what two wins away from clinching, but now they, there's no room for air after they lost last week. And let, cause Holy cross actually not playing a conference game this week. All the pressures on the leopards. They're, they're a team that's not used to having this much pressure. So when I see Lafayette laying 13 against Fordham, I'm locking up Fordham. Fordham's got look. I, I don't know if you watched them, but as the season's gone along, I feel like they've gotten better. CJ Montez is a very good quarterback. What are you doing here with this game? <laughs> Jay Scott's killing me in the in the chat. <laughs> that merchandise you're asking about that's that's outside. That's not in the '80s uh, living room in there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't do my own decorating. I, I got a girl for that. Don't worry. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, CJ Montez, his stats are outrageous. Uh, 2,500 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, one interception. Now, I know it's like a system offense there with Fordham, but that's still insane. And then they back that up with a thousand yard rusher in uh, Lockridge. So, uh, this team's nasty. I know Lafayette, they're having a great season. I've been pulling for the Leopards all year. The, 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 sh- the luster kind of broke off of them last week, and I think it's going to break off again this week. I'm also locking Fordham outright. Let's go. Double lock on the Fordham Rams. Uh, moving along, Davidson, the red hot Davidson Wildcats. They are laying eighteen and a half points. On the road at Moorhead State. Gosh, I hate laying a big number with the triple option team, but I'm laying it. What are you doing here? Uh, you know what? I think I'm just going to take Moorhead. I'm not going to be betting this game personally, but uh, Davidson just got to be asleep at the wheel at this point. They haven't played anybody in weeks, and uh, they don't play anybody to finish the season because Dayton sucks too. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Moorhead State, but uh, not betting that one. <laughs> Not one of your favorite plays of the day. No. Well, VMI is traveling to Furman. Furman is laying 31 and a half points. The Paladins, I mean, I guess theoretically they have to finish. Wait, do they? Because I thought they have only one game. Yeah. No, they have two. All right. They win this. They officially clinch, I think. Right? Because they could still lose both of these. And uh, I want to say Chattanooga could still get there. But. Their remaining opponents are VMI and Wofford. They should be good, but they still have something to play for here. But I'll still take VMI in the points. I think Danny Rocco's got VMI ahead of schedule with the key debts. What are you doing here? Um, checking real quick. I haven't they? I think they might have clinched right because they beat Chattanooga, who already has two losses. They beaten Mercer, who no, already but, has two but, losses. But but two losses is enough to still win because wait, Furman has wait, Furman has. 
none in conference. Oh, you're right. I thought they had one in conference. Two games okay. Left. Yeah, so I'm going to take Danny Rocco in the points here. I think Furman obviously wins, but uh, I, I don't know what they're playing for really here in this game. So give me You're the right. points. You're right. Uh, I was taking the points anyway, so I'll just stay with it. Uh, <laughs> Lehigh, Colgate doing battle. The Raiders coming off that gigantic win against Lafayette. Uh, Colgate's laying nine. It's too much. Lehigh covers this one. Colgate's been drinking all week, partying. Give me, give me the mountain Hawks on the road to cover the nine. What are you doing here? Yeah, man, I'm going to switch back to crest as well. Lehigh's actually been a little scrappy here lately. Pushed uh Holy cross. Was it to the wire last week? So uh, they're getting a little better with uh, Kevin Cahill at the helm there as head coach. So I'm going to take the nine points here easily and say Lehigh possibly live dog as well. Yeah. Western Illinois heading to Indiana state. Someone jumped in the chat yesterday talking about this game. <laughs> saying we must lay the points with the sycamores. I think they're right. I'm laying the nine points flat nine. Lay it in Terry Holt. What are you doing here? Shoof, battle of and nines, huh? And, and somebody's that Dude, Indiana confident. state was supposed to be good this year. We knew Western Illinois yeah. was going to be ass. Yeah, I mean, I picked them to finish ahead of my Penguins, so yeah, I'm disappointed in this Sycamore team. Um, but yeah, I agree. I'm not confident. I'm not betting this game, but I am going to lay the nine in the battle of the O and nine. So let's go, Sycamores, get it done. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable <laughs> to think that we'd be laying nine. Uh, Alabama A and M's heading to Bethune Cookman. Alabama A and M is laying nine and a half points here. Bethune covered for me last week. It stops this week. Give me A and M minus the points. What are you doing here? You know what? I'm going to take Bethune Cookman. They've, uh, you know, been scrappy at times. They've hung in some games. I don't think they're the pile of of ass that I thought they were going to be. So A and M, they haven't done anything to show me they can lay nine and a half on the road and cover that number. I'm going to take Bethune Cookman in this spot. My Georgetown Hoyas are getting four and a half. I'm sorry, five and a half points at Bucknell. Fuck out of here with this Bucknell nonsense. <laughs> The Hoyas are going in there. Just take care of the ball, Noop. Take care of the ball. We're good. Give me, uh, give me the Hoyas to get it done on the road. Laying that number, or no? They were catching that number. Yeah, catching five and a half. Let's go. Sprinkle that money line. What are you doing here? You know, you're probably on the right side of this one, but I feel like uh, Georgetown, that's your team. And I've been a Bucknell Bison supporter all year for some fucking reason that I really don't know. But I will say this this quarterback here, Ralph Rucker, for Bucknell. Dog. Numbers, Dog. Man, 1,900 yards, 15 touchdowns, three picks. Let's go. I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to go against you. I'm going to take Bucknell against your Hoyas. All right. All right. Live at you know you're just burning money. Penn, <laughs> Harvard. This game goes back to like fucking, I don't know, dinosaurs. All right, uh, this one going on in in Boston. There, Harvard is laying six and a half points. It's too many. Penn's defense keeps them in games. Harvard probably wins by three, by four, by one, or maybe Penn wins outright. Give me the points. What are you doing? Yeah, I actually I still believe in this Penn team. I still think they're they're one of the more talented teams in this conference. 
Harvard's been shutting me up all year, and I kind of jumped on the bandwagon. I'm jumping off here. I'm going to call for Penn to definitely cover this number. I think they're definitely, definitely a live dog. So give me Penn. Delaware is heading to Boobies Creek, North Carolina to take on the Camel Campbells. Uh, Delaware's only laying four and a half. It's a wake up call. Delaware rolls against my guy, Mike Minter. What are you doing here? Yeah, loving the Camel Campbells all year, but this isn't uh, a good number for them. I think they're going to lose by double digits. So I am also going to lock up the Blue Hens wake up call last week. Here we go. Bounce back. Double lock with the Hens fighting Blue Hens. Rich Gannon's alma mater. Next up, William and Mary is traveling down to Hampton take on the pirates. William and Mary's laying 11. I don't like laying a double digits with William and Mary this year, but I will in this instance, I'll lay the 11. Don't feel great about it. What are you doing here? You know what, man? I think William and Mary, their season's uh, kind of effectively over Hampton's on a two game win streak against, you know, North Carolina, A&T and Maine, nothing special, but catching 11 at home. I think this program's got a little more to play for this year because William and Mary's about packed in. So I'm going to take the 11. North Carolina A&T is traveling up to Rhode Island. Take on Kasim Hill and the Rams. Rams are laying 14 and a half points. That's too many points. Whenever they're a heavy favorite, they never cover. I've learned that now about the Rams. As much as I want to go like this and say, I do believe they'll win. But I got to take the 14 and a half and Vincent Brown. He, another thing is he's going back. He's a former New England Patriot. He knows what it takes to go up there and win in the cold. What are you doing here? Here comes a little bit of a uh, parody. Finally, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on. I'm, I'm not scared of the hook. I'm going to lay it with Rhode Island. Uh, reason being this is, this is uh Kasim Hill's final home game. Finally, after like 15 years of college football, uh, he's going to be hanging it up here. So uh, final home game in Rhode Island. I'm going to lay those points. Yeah, let's go Rams. Fair, fair point. Good point there. Uh, Albany is laying 20 and a half as they take on the uh, sea wolves of Stony Brook. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Um, give me the 20 and a half, 20 and a half. It is. What are you doing here? Yeah, I think that's the way to bet this game. I mean, Albany, obviously the better team. I'm all about big Papa Poff, but uh, this is the game before the Monmouth game, Monmouth game to end the season. This is a tricky spot, you know, coming off the William and Mary win. So Albany, they got a lot of pressure on their backs. I think they win this game, but that's a few too many points for me. I'm going to take the points with the Seahawks. Towson is heading to Philadelphia to take on Villanova. Villanova's laying 10 and a half points. I kind of think Villanova is actually really good. I'm going to lay the 10 and a half, even though Towson been a little bit better than what we thought, but I'll lay the 10 and a half. What are you doing here? This one's kind of tough. Cause I mean, you are talking about a Towson team that's taking down William and Mary New Hampshire on the road. You know, they've been kind of road warriors this year. Uh, but like you said, Villanova, a uh, really good team. Going to be a playoff team. As far as I could see playing for first the place, they're playing for first place. The week before the Delaware came too. I think this game it may is be a little look tight. Ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points, man. I'm not super confident. I'm taking them. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. It's just going to be wrong. Um, <laughs> Eddie George and Tennessee State are heading to Eastern Illinois. EIU is laying four. EIU has been winning, but they've been winning close. Four is like 28, I feel like, with when you're take, talking EIU. I'll still lay the four. What are you doing here? Whew, that's a really tough one because I, uh, Tennessee State really let me down last week. So um, you almost feel like it's a bounce back, but EIU at home, home I think I got to lay the four. I'm not super comfortable in that big of a number with them. But uh, yeah, give me Eastern Illinois. I'm going to lay it. The Hatters of Stetson are heading up to cold Indiana to take on the Valparaiso Crusaders. The Crusaders are laying six points. Ugh. Give me Stetson. Give me Stetson. I don't care if it's cold. Valpo's ass. What are you doing here? Valpo is ass, but I, I I got this rule, man. I don't really bet Florida teams when they leave the state of Florida, and I sure as shit don't bet Florida teams when they go that far north in cold weather. There's no way. So I don't really like laying six with Valpo, but I think the spot Stetson, it's gonna be cold. I gotta lay it. Marist is heading to, is heading to Dayton. I've been to the stadium. Uh, to take on the Flyers, Dayton's laying or Dayton's getting four. So Marist laying four on the road. Whew. I can't take Dayton right now. Mer- I'm laying the four. What are you doing here? Yeah, there's really no way you can take Dayton right now. They've looked so terrible. Um, if they're gonna get up for one final game, it'll be the Davidson game, not this one. So I'm gonna lay the four with uh, Marist as well, as much as I don't want to do that. <laughs> We got a rivalry game going on in the Dakotas. We had the Dakota marker game last week. Now we get North Dakota traveling to South Dakota there in Vermilion. Uh, this game's intriguing. And I see right now, surprisingly North Dakota, a road favorite by one point. No, no, no. I think South Dakota's better team. They're at home. They get it done here. Give me the coyotes getting the point. Don't even take the point. Just play the money line. What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, we're looking at a North Dakota team that since playing North Dakota State, they won that game, obviously blew them out. But then they got housed by Northern Iowa, 27 to nothing, barely beat that terrible Sycamore Indiana State team we talked about, beat them by three in overtime. And then 14-point win over Murray State, not really impressive. And that game, I believe, was a little closer than even that 14 points for quite a while. So just going off of the what's going on here. Yeah. I'm going to lock up the coyotes. They're the better team. Give me South Dakota. Ooh, locking it. All right. I like this golf Coast guru deep sea diving with the coyotes of South Dakota at home in vermilion moving along. Uh, Actually, before we move along to the next game, I want to tell you that the, the FCS college football experience is brought to you by game time. Thinking about going to the Brawl of the Wild or some of these other great games we get, Delaware, uh, Villanova. Uh, we just have so many great college football rivals. Maybe you want to go to Harvard, Yale. You know, we got it all. 
All right. And so does game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. And forget planning months in advance. What's that ever done for anybody? Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. So snag the tickets without the stress, people, with the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Once again, create that account, redeeming code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter. This NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines research. Every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we are back on the college football experience. The FCS College Football Experience has we got a few more games for us to cover. East Tennessee State is heading into Cullowee, North Carolina. The Weehawk Minute begins now because our Catamounts are laying 19 points. Look, I know we love our people there in Cullowee, North Carolina, but this is too many points right now. This team hasn't looked apart the past three weeks. So I am actually going to lock up ETSU plus 19. Western Carolina is going to win the game, but ETSU covers. Let's go. What are you doing here? Uh, this ETSU team sucks, man. I, I uh, Western Carolina. I don't know if Desmond Reed's back yet. I don't know the deal with that. Can't get Weehawk in here for a Weehawk minute. We need him. I need the intel. Looks like his little brother's been playing, though. I think that is his brother. So interesting there. I'm going to lay the 19 points. I'm not quite going to lock it up. This team needs some style points, man. We're at home. Let's get it done. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with our boys, the Catamounts. Let's go. Take him off the moonshine mailing list. He's out. Oh, stop it. Stop it. I still said they'd win. Uh, Cornell is heading to fucking Dartmouth there. Memorial field in Hanover, New Hampshire. I saw it snowed there today. And uh, coach watch Scotty Walkingham, uh, former uh, Eddie Robinson coach of the year. He's been on the show and I saw him do something that buddy Tevens rest in peace to to buddy Tevens. The coach that was, 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 you know, essentially killed in an accident uh, this off season. Uh, he, you know, believes in his culture that when it snowed, you, you go out there, you shovel that D at the 50 yard line. Uh, the rest of the field can have snow, but you show that D off to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, to, to school pride. You know what I mean? Show that D off. Uh, and they did it to honor him today. Rest in peace to coach Stevens. There's something magical about Dartmouth. Jameson Wang's been on the fade train. I know it's a big number. This was a four point game, but Dart, but Cornell won it last year. Revenge is on the mind. Dartmouth is laying 10 and a half. I can't lay the 10 and a half, but they are winning this game. Give me Cornell plus the 10 and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, I was prepared. You had me all hyped up. I didn't know the number. I was ready to jump all over Dartmouth, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go ahead and take the 10 and a half with uh, Wang standing on the D there in the middle field. Let's go. <laughs> Give me Cornell. Yeah, Wang on the D. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
Wofford and the Citadel. Do we have to watch? Uh, I actually love these schools, but just this year's been bad. Uh, Wofford is laying one and a half on the road. And I actually think it's the right side. Sean Watson gets his first win of the season with the Terriers. Lay the one and a half. What are you doing here? Man, I feel like almost obligated to watch this 0 and 9 matchup. We got two 0 and 9 matchups going <laughs> on this week. It's a special week of college football. Yeah, I think Wofford's been a lot more competitive so far. Uh, definitely not lock worthy or anything like that, but I think I got to lay the one and a half with Wofford. Presbyterian, the Blue Hose are heading to Des Moines to take on Drake. Drake is laying 23 and a half points. <sighs> Drake's kind of been fire, but. I think it's still too many points. Give me the blue hose to cover it. Drake wins by, I don't know, 21, 17, something like that. What are you doing here? Golf coast guru. Yeah, I think that's too many points as well, especially with Drake looking ahead to this Butler game coming up. So uh, Presbyterian kind of catch him in a good spot. Blue hose been a little feisty here and there this year. I'll take the points as well. The Elon Phoenix. Will the Phoenix rise to the occasion as they're battling for first place? This is a huge game in the CAA. As they traveled down to uh, Claiborne Robbins Stadium, E Claiborne Robbins Stadium, there in uh, Richmond, Virginia, a season ago, this was a classic. I actually watched this game a year ago. Elon won thirty to twenty-seven in a very good football game down in North Carolina. This one's in Richmond. Revenge on the mind. Both teams with only one conference loss. Gigantic game here. Uh, Elon is laying one on the road. I do think Elon's the better team. Question is, is can they get up two weeks in a row? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say Matthew Downing is the difference. The former uh, TCU Horn Frog. Lay the one on the road. What are you doing here? Uh, here's the deal for me, man. That's all the spots are kind of lining up. You got Elon on a back to back road trip coming off a major, major win over Delaware. Meanwhile, Richmond last week hanging out on a bye week. Got to kind of mm. like that. Mm. I am going to lock up the Spiders' Woo! perfect spot. Give me Richmond. Well, it looks like. It's time to do this. It's been fun. It's been fun laughing, telling jokes, talking about Remo Williams, but we got a lock battle. We got a lock battle. Give me Elon on the road against Richmond. Golf Coast Guru side with the Spiders. Dundee riding with Phoenix. The Phoenix, the Elon Phoenix. Um, that's an exciting game. Cannot wait for that one. Uh, Utah Tech's heading to Tennessee to take on Austin P. AP is laying 23 points. No, no, no. It's too many. Give me Utah Tech at the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I agree, man. Too many points. And Austin P looking ahead to that battle for the conference with Central Arkansas a week from now. That game's going to be fire. This game, eh, I'm going to take the points with Utah Tech. I think it's a little look ahead. Also, you want to put a, what do you, you want to put? Maybe a shot on that Elon Richmond. We haven't had a true lock battle yet. Yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. Let's do it. Do All that. Right. A little shot. A little shot on air. The Bryant Bulldogs are headed to the penitentiary, to Lindenwood to take on Jay Scott's son and the Lions. Looking for a deep dive on why we should take Lindenwood, Jay Scott, because Bryant is a five point favorite. Bryant looked pretty good last week, despite losing to Gardner Webb in overtime by one. Now, Lindenwood did cover for us. This is at Hunter Stadium there in St. Charles, Missouri. We want to. I want to get to a game at some point. 
Five points. Jay Scott's my guy. Give me the five. Fuck you, Bryant. All right. You think you're just going to come out? You think you're just going to come out to St. Charles and get a dub? Not going to happen. What are you doing here? Man, I, uh, oh, there he is. There he is. He's coming in there. He's saying they're covering. So that's a little bit more reason. The reason I was going to give, I haven't hit a Lindenwood bet, I don't think, all year, whether I bet for or against the penitentiary. So not necessarily my favorite team gambling wise, but Bryant's coming off of that overtime battle with Gardner Webb a week ago. Got their hearts broken at home. So maybe this is a little bit of a sleepy spot on the road after that game. I'm also going to take the five points with Lindenwood. Jay Scott, I'm in your corner, even though you're making fun of my decor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the difference. His name is Jared Rhodes. All right. Jared <laughs> Rhodes, 33 yards rushing last week. Get the guy the ball more. Get Let's him the go. ball more. All right. Against Tennessee State, he scored. And he'll do it again this weekend. Let's go. Fuck, man. I feel like locking that one. I feel like betting that one. Brian just thinks <laughs> they're going to go cross country, get that dub. <laughs> Brian, let's know. Let's go. Let's, let's go. It. What is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you. Give me the Lindenwood Lions. This is the game. They went it on the money line. Fuck all this spread stuff. They went it on the money line. Let's go. Uh, Gardner Webb, Tennessee Tech. You know, I saw GBO Farms in the chat. He is a he is a Tennessee Tech fan. He says he's going to go to the game this weekend. Uh, Gardner Webb is laying seven points. I kind of think Gardner Webb is a much better team. <laughs> I'm going to lay the seven. <laughs> Sorry, GBO Farms. I didn't. I didn't look. I, I'm with Jay Scott. Taking taking Lindenwood on the money line. I can't get crazy with every fan of ours, you know. <laughs> you know, but I feel like maybe they cover. Maybe they cover, but because because Gardner Webb plays close games. But I think Gardner Webb knows that they can still make the FCS playoffs. Lay the seven. What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean uh, Gardner Webb got to get every game done here because what they're uh, kind of locked up with Semo and uh, Tennessee Martin, but Tennessee Martin they hold the tiebreaker. Correct. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they need every game from start to finish here, uh, ending out the season. Tennessee Tech coming off that overtime loss against UT Martin. I think I also have to lay the points with Gardner Webb on the road here. It seems like a better spot for them. Alabama State is laying 18 points at Mississippi Valley State. Lock it up. <laughs> is that too many? I feel like they're going to win by three touchdowns. Alabama State's good. I don't give a shit. I'm locking it. Let's go Hornets. Let's go Hornets. They're gonna go take on Jerry Rice's alma mater. Get it done. What are you doing here? Yeah, there's not many situations you can uh, take the Delta Devils in anymore. I tried to get cute with them against Bethune Cookman <laughs> last week. Bit me straight on the ass. I tried Alabama to warn State, you. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they're. Uh, I thought they were top four team on paper, you know, in the SWAC going into this season, and I think they're right in that mix, top four, top five. Uh, still, they look good, so I'm not gonna lock it up because I don't know if I trust them on the road entirely. But yeah, I'm gonna lay the 18 as well. Tarleton State is heading to Abilene, Texas. Abilene Christian's laying one. Ugh, it's a hard game to 
I think Tarleton's better though. Am I, I feel like Tarleton's been better this year. Give, give me Tarleton on the road, but that's a rivalry game. Could go anyway. Don't bet that game. What are you doing here? I mean, this Tarleton team, I like them in the preseason. I like this program. I like that they came up. I think they have FBS potential. I mean, you look at the, what they've done this year. They played Southern Utah within a point, uh, Eastern Kentucky within a touchdown. They beat Central Arkansas at home. They, uh, the next week, I faded them. I thought Stephen F. Austin was going to come up and beat them after a big win over Central Arkansas. No, they beat them by 42 points. Wrong team favorite here. I'm also going to take Tarleton to get this one done. Yeah, I think it's, just, it's it's a wise play. Idaho heads to what Ogden, Utah, to take on Weaver State. Weaver's had a, just a crazy year this year. They're not normal Weaver. Idaho is laying six and a half. I thought this might be more. I still can't take Weaver. I'll lay the six and a half with Idaho because Javani McCoy is a baller. What are you doing here? It's not a dome out there. Uh, that's in true. Ogden, is it? That's true. Can we do a weather check? Yeah, that's what I would like to know. Let me see if I could see something. Ah, 45 degrees come game time. And I don't think Idaho's really looking ahead to the Idaho, Idaho state matchup. We're going a lot of road here, but I'm going to lay the points as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got to uh, Northern Colorado's heading to that walk up sky dome bullshit and Flagstaff. Uh, Northern Arizona's laying eight. I'll lay the eight. I feel like they're better than Northern Colorado. What are you doing here? Yeah, I think I'm going to lay the eight as well. Northern Colorado is kind of a team sitting in the auto fade bucket for me. So not a ton of confidence. I won't be betting this one, but I'm going to lay the eight with NAU. Uh, Eastern Washington heading to Bozeman to take on Montana state, Montana state, brother of the wild on deck, Montana state laying 20 points. Might even be 20 and a half by the time this thing comes out. Um, give me Eastern Washington. It's a good look ahead spot. Montana state wins, but they're going to be, they're going to be focusing on next week. E-dub covers. What are you doing here? I agree with you. It's a, it's a look ahead spot to the brawl of the wild for sure. And then E-dub they're also, I mean, there's a couple things I know about E-dub as a program that are kind of tried and true. One of them, they play good on the inferno turf. I think we call it whatever the home field, they play good there and they play good in big games. I mean, they're a proud program. So uh, I'm going to take the 20 as well. I'm almost tempted to lock it. I think it's a really good spot for Eastern Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, just can't, if they were just a little bit better, I think I would lock it this year, but Simo coming off that surprising loss to Robert Morris heads to commerce, Texas to take on Texas A&M commerce. Simo's laying 15 and a half. I hate laying a big number with this team. Cause I feel like they play down to their competition. However, I will lay it. What are you doing here? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Simo or Sila? No, Simo. Simo's got a UT Martin, right? Oh shit. I'm, I'm reading. I'm misreading this. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you looked at Sila. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sila. <laughs> Sila. I'm sorry. I misread the uh, spreadsheet here. Um, Sila is catching 15 and a half. I'm sorry. Laying 15 and a half at commerce. What are you doing here? I'm going to take the points with commerce. Uh, Sila. They've been on a little bit of a roll, woke up a little bit, but uh, 15 and a half on the road. Nah, I, I don't think they're having that kind of season. So I'm going to take the points with commerce. 
moving along, we got Southern Utah. Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin's laying seven and a half. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm going to say the wrong team is possibly a favorite here. I'm going to take Southern Utah and I'm going to lock it up. Give me them points. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll join. Double lock again. Great minds think alike, they say. Give me the Thunderbirds catching more than a touchdown. Let's go. Uh, UT Martin, Southeast Missouri State. Southeast Missouri State's hitting the road, laying 16 points. UT Martin got very fortunate to win. How the hell does this line make any sense? There's got to be an injury or something I'm missing here. <laughs> huh. I have, this line makes no sense on the spreadsheet here. Uh, I, th- I wonder. I wonder if they have this one confused with the. I don't know. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Let's not handicap this game because I don't think this is accurate. Uh, I think the Skyhawks were looking ahead to this game last week, and and being that and being an in-state battle against Tennessee Tech, that's why the score was what it was. I still think Skyhawks are a pretty good team. I'm going to say they win this game. You know what uh, I think it is three. I think we, there's a decimal point that's supposed to be here. I think it's a one and a half point spread. Mm. Then uh, for what? SEMO uh, laying one and a half? Yeah, I think that's what it is. So, okay, folks, just, just to explain myself here, uh, they send me a spreadsheet, almost like an Excel spreadsheet, where they have all the numbers in. And it changes all the time. I, right now, when I see it, I see four people watching the same screen as me, right? Uh, so I'm assuming maybe one of the people did not put a decimal point there judging by the other lines that have decimal points there. Cause they, 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 they all the numbers have decimal points. Um, I'm assuming that's what happened there. Uh, UT Martin's going to win though. They're better. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm taking, I'm taking Skyhawks. Uh, then we move down the ranks here. Uh, Cal Poly heading to Sac State. Sac State lane 33 and a half to give you an idea of what I see, folks. Just to try to give you full transparency, I see 37, or I'm sorry, I see 33.7. So, what I've been told is you round down if it's at seven, that means it's going to be a half. If it's at eight, that means it's going to be at 34. That's the numbers that I'm reading here, and that's why I think they're wrong with the uh, decimal point there. Uh, 33 and a half for Sac state against Cal poly. Um, it's too many points. Give me Cal poly. It's a rivalry game. Give me the, give me the points and, and the Mustangs. What are you doing here? You know, Sac state's coming off of a pretty bad loss last week against Montana playing for a little bit of pride here. How do you bounce back better than beating up on a rival and Cal poly? Uh, they just give up points. I mean, they gave up 59 that points defense to Montana is bad. State. 42 to Idaho, 48 to Eastern Washington. I'm laying the points here with Sac State. Eastern Kentucky is heading to Central Arkansas. This game's fantastic. Uh, Central Arkansas is laying 11 and a half. No, give me the points. EKU always plays close games. Give me the points in the Colonels on the road. What are you doing here? Yeah, uh, Central Arkansas. That's a lot. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm right with you. 
EKU plays every game close, so they'll find a way to make it close. They'll probably lose, but uh, yeah. Uh, UC Davis heading to Pocatello take on the Bengals. UC Davis. This is the the Hawkins Bowl. Shout out to this game, Dan Hawkins, father versus son. Father's a twelve and a half point favorite. You cannot do that. Wife's not going to give him anything if he doesn't go easy on his son. All right, this is this is protocol here. Even if he's up fourteen, he's going to let his son have a garbage touchdown. Give me the Bengals in the points because he's got to come home to wife, and wife will tell him to get the fuck out of the house. All right, if if he puts it on his son, so give me the points in the Bengals at home. That, that, you know what? That's not a crazy money line play. You see, Davis's playoff hopes are done. Not a crazy money line play. What are you doing here? Yeah, man. I mean, you see Davis, they've, they've not looked good recently. I mean, they barely beat a Weber Weber state team. That's been struggling. They got blown out by Northern Arizona. Uh, They beat Portland state by 14, but I remember that game kind of being a little closer than that as it was going. So I definitely think uh, the Bengals they've been playing, they've been playing people closer than you would think. So I'm taking the points here. Too many points for Davis on the road. Yeah, I think, I think we're right here. Um, I, uh, you know what I realized I don't have a line on Samford and Mercer, which I'm trying to double check. I do not see a line on that game at the moment. I wonder if that's injury related. Uh, yeah, don't have a line on that one. So monitor that one Saturday morning when I go live, hopefully we'll have a number on that and I can touch on that game. Uh, Prairie view is taking on Southern. That's another one. I don't have a line on. Do I, why is that? Interesting. Interesting. Um, stick around. We'll see if we can get those by Saturday morning because we do not have those lines right now. Uh, Houston Christians at McNeese. I do have a line on this one. McNeese is laying six and a half. I can't lay any points with McNeese, even though it's Houston Christian. I don't like betting this game, but give me Houston Christian in the points. What are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, you're looking at an zero and eight McNeese team playing a four and four Houston Christian team. Now, I mean, I'm not going to look into the schedules of these two teams, but uh, six and a half points for McNeese. That's I'm not going to lay that against anybody. So yeah. Give me Houston Christian. Montana is at Portland state. Portland state is getting one and a half points. So Montana, to one, only a one and a half point favorite showing they're giving respect to the Vikings here. Give me Montana, I guess then. What are you doing yeah. here? <laughs> this line uh, it definitely stinks. I mean, this is obviously a look ahead spot to the brawl of the wild. So, you know, I get that, but one and a half, I, I, I got to lock it, man. Uh, Montana wins the game. So let's go. Yeah. I'll lock it with you. Grizz go Grizz. I've been up there to Missoula. This is in Portland, but I mean, I've been to Portland too, but uh, not for a football game. Uh, Montana, their program's rolling right now. Let's go. Folks, I want to say that I also don't have a line. I know Lincoln, California's by the way is at Florida A and M. That's going to be a bloodbath. There's no line on that because that's D two against uh, FCS uh, or not even D two. I think that's NAIA. Um, but there's also a couple other ones. St. Thomas and San Diego. I didn't have a line for. Same with Lamar and Nichols State. Oof, that's a big game too. Yeah. So uh, hopefully Saturday morning I will have those lines. I'm going to reach out to them right after the show and say, guys, you guys are, uh, why are we dragging ass on these lines? Maybe there's some injury related news. I don't know. Uh, also remember there's a Sunday game, all corn state, Texas Southern. Um, that's another one. I'll keep an eye on that's on ESPN plus. 
at the shell energy stadium there. Um, don't have a line on that right now, so I can't talk about that one. But uh, you, you got anything on uh, NC Central and Howard or Southern Illinois yeah. and North Dakota State? Let, yeah, they don't even have the Southern Illinois game. That's fucking insane. This That's is the only game. week. This is the only week I've ever seen this. Hold on. Let me just double check. Make sure it's not on me. All right. No, I don't see North. I see North Dakota, South Dakota. Hmm. Why is that? Is the question. You want to you want to pick a winner in those two? Those are two pretty big games. You want to at least pick winners? Yeah, I think uh, I actually think North Dakota State's going to get it done. Something about Southern Illinois right now. They they've been losing games left and right. Seem like North Dakota State after that beatdown gets up, gets it going, tries to make a push for the FCS playoffs. I also like North Carolina Central to put it on Howard. How about yourself? Uh, I agree with you with North Dakota state. It feels like an Alabama situation where you never really believe that they're not going to make the playoff or make an appearance up in a big game. So I think North Dakota state gets it done over the Salukis as well. North Carolina central. I say they're going to win it with Davius Richard. I think they're going to get it done. I think Howard for once though, is going to play up to some competition, show up for a game coming off that loss to buddy Pugh in South Carolina state. So give me NC central to win. Howard keeps it close folks. What a great, what a great card Saturday morning. I go live every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, I'm sorry, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, I will have those lines. I'll figure out a way because I don't know why. I would actually love to know. I know sometimes it's injury related. Sometimes it's injury related. Sometimes, you know, it's a player sitting out, something like that. Maybe that's the reason here. But I do not have those lines. And uh, yeah, all right. Uh, until. Next time, folks, this is the FCS College Football Experience. Make sure you make sure you give uh, Mike a follow, Gulf Coast Guru. Uh, he is on Twitter at GCG underscore wins. Give him a follow. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The the FCS College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN, and uh, subscribe on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash the co- College Experience. Essentially, you can also just type in SG.PN/slash FCS. Also, please, if you can go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. That would be fantastic for us. It helps us. So please do that. Sponsors always look at that. They say, Hey, there's fan engagement. Let's give them some money and boom. That's how the world works. Uh, What else? Check out the college football experience for all the FBS content. Also the college basketball experience. I'll be back live in about two hours. Uh, so check that out and, uh, also make sure to check out the sports gambling podcast live from Las Vegas every Friday night on VEASAN 9 PM Pacific midnight Eastern. I'll also be on VEASAN later tonight, talking college football and, uh, FCS and perhaps, uh, the CFL, the road to the gray cup, uh, and some NFL, maybe who knows, uh, check it all out folks and, uh, check out everything else until next time. This is the FCS college football experience. Shout out to the chat and everyone there. See you what, in a few hours. This is the FCS college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot. We can really run and shoot.